Welcome to Pirate Talk Radio. In this podcast, I discuss everything Sea of Thieves, from lore to PvP, to even what fish you can catch for the hunter's call. Please sit back, relax, and join me on this adventure. Welcome back to another episode of Pirate Talk Radio, and this is a big one. This is one that we've been waiting for for a while. This is episode 46, and I very much appreciate each and every one of you being patient as this episode comes out. <clears throat> now, when this episode airs for the general public, uh, season four will be well underway uh, by about, uh, what, two, two, three days, two, three days, I think. Uh, for those of you who are on the Patreon and our patrons, thank you very much. Um, you will get it the day the season four launches. Um, so you get a private uh, RSS feed, whatever it's called, uh, to get these episodes before everyone else does. Uh, and those uh, Patreon or patron uh, subscription tiers, uh, which give you a variety of different rewards, uh, start as low as a dollar. So if you would like to get these episodes uh, before everyone else, uh, go on over to patreon.com slash TV and you can become a patron today and get all your little perks that come with it, including getting this episode early. Um, so I was going to put this episode out uh, prior to season four releasing and kind of go over some of the videos that Sea of Thieves put out. Uh, but with Gen Con uh, that I attended, which I'll talk about here in a second, um, and then getting back in the swing of things with work and then season four hit. And I'm just like, I'm just going to wait till season four hits. And then we can talk about a lot of the things uh, on the outside that I'm seeing and observing before I even log into it. So it'll still be kind of a pre season four review of my, uh, of what I see. Um, and then next week we'll kind of dive in a little bit more once I have a chance to actually get my hands on playing it a little bit. Um, give you a little bit of rundown of the patch notes. I did scroll through the patch notes today. It didn't look like there was anything really major and anything that like just shoots out at me um, that, that got fixed or got changed. Um, so I, I, I will be anxious to read those more in depth and kind of give you my thoughts on it. But um, <clears throat> I didn't anticipate we were going to get a lot from this patch as far as quality of life or fixes. Um, I did see some things on there, but again, we'll, we'll save that to next time. Um, because quite frankly, after A Pirate's Life, which was a massive, massive update, um, I didn't expect another massive, massive update. And that's exactly what we got with season four. Uh, so we'll dive into that in just a few minutes. Um, but first I hope you're all having a great weekend. I just kind of wanted to give you guys a quick, uh, rundown of what I did this last weekend. As many of you have uh, been listening, I was at Gen Con, which is the second largest, uh, tabletop convention, uh, in the United States. And I know you're all saying, Davram. Why are you going out to a convention with a pandemic going on? Well, I have been fully vaccinated, and though I was sick the week before, I was feeling pretty good going into Gen Con, and once I got there, 
Um, I, I had no concerns as far as safety. The Gen Con staff was absolutely amazing. Uh, masks were required, vaccinated or not, throughout the entire convention, even outside. Uh, they had people, they had police uh, to, to ensure that people were, were being as safe. They're, they're keeping as much distance as they could when they could. And again, making sure those masks were not only on, but properly on covering uh, face and, uh, and nose. And there was uh, all, the, all the vendors there were cleaning everything throughout the day. Um, I had no concerns whatsoever with my safety there. And, and everyone there that was there, I, I heard no complaints. So uh, for any of you worried about that, um, and you're worried about conventions, just read the rules. When I read the rules, I, I didn't see any issues as far as my safety or safety of others. And once I got there and saw how awesome the staff was, uh, it was a great experience and, um, was able to play a lot of magic, the gathering, which, uh, I haven't got to play in, uh, uh, well in paper in person, I haven't got to play for two years and, um, haven't really been playing a whole lot of the, uh, digital version just because it's not exactly the, um, formats, uh, that I prefer to play, but got to lot, play a lot of magic and did a damn good job. Uh, overall huge win rate, uh, all weekend, won an entire box of, uh, uh, booster packs. If you're not familiar with trading card games, you go to the store, you buy the little pack. Well, um, I actually won an entire box of those booster packs, uh, sealed. Uh, so that's, a uh, the, the, then I opened them and got a nice chunk of, uh, money as far as, um, cards that I can either trade or sell. Um, so I was really pleased with that. Had a great time, walked about 25 miles in four days, uh, which was absolutely outstanding for me and my health and things that I'm trying to, to get accomplished on that level. So great, great time. Uh, as far as the charity, which if you're watching on YouTube, uh, or watch my Twitch streams, uh, you can always see the charity ticker at the top, all my Twitch revenue bits and subs and stuff go to that. Um, you can always see where we're going right now um, with the charity. I uh, was able to probably bring home close to $5,000 of board games and accessories and swag and everything um, that we're going to turn around. And next weekend at Origins, uh, the convention, the board game convention in Columbus, Ohio, uh, we'll be doing a lot of auctions and, and, and raffles. Uh, to raise money for uh, Extra Life and helping children pay for their health care. So um, really great, successful, fun, relaxing time there. The hotel was not that great, but I've already taken care of that by by calling in and, uh, and, and issuing um, my complaint there. I'm not a huge complainer. I'm not one of those Karens that call about every little thing, but uh, you know when you, when you first get to a hotel and uh, there are ants on your desk, um, and your bathroom is flooding, you know, sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta raise your voice and say something about it. So, but overall great time. And again, uh, met a lot of wonderful people, um, at the, at the convention. So, uh, uh, thank you. Anyone who came up and said hello to me, uh, had a great time and, and just, just wonderful. Again, if you are going to origins, uh, game fair. I apologize if you hear the cars driving out outside. It's a, it's a beautiful, it's been a couple beautiful days here 
and I've got my windows open because I'm going to enjoy the uh, the fresh air and nature. So I apologize if you hear any uh, anyone driving by. But uh, if you're going to be in Origins, let me know either on Twitter. You can email uh, email the show, uh, Pirate Talk Radio Podcast at gmail.com or join the Discord. Uh, just message me. Let me know that you're going to be there, where you're going to be at. And uh, I'll definitely come by and say hello. Um, you know, I'll be working that show, so I'll pretty much be in a pretty stationary position, either with a charity booth or, or working security. So, um, but yeah, I met, met a whole bunch of people and it, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So without me rambling anymore about my real life and, and, and Gen Con, which I had a lot of fun at, uh, let's get into season four. So season four of Sea of Thieves launched today as I'm recording this. So 923, September 23rd. Again, the patrons are getting it today. Uh, everyone else, uh, well, season four has already been out. So uh, if you're living under a rock, guess what? Season four is here. I hope uh, I hope you all got through your season three rewards. Um, I've been through mine for a while and I'm excited uh, to, to have a reason to log in and, and play the game uh, and really dive into some of this new stuff. So um, quickly, before we jump into kind of the trailer and the behind the scenes making of season four, there has been something going around on Twitter and I, I made a tweet about it and I, I want to, I said I would go into more detail on the show. Uh, so I'm going to go into detail here and that is a picture and you can see the picture. Um, if you log into your, um, or if you just actually go to Sea of Thieves, um, I'm going to pull it up on the video. If you're watching it here on, um, on, on the YouTube, if you go to uh, Sea of Thieves, the patch notes page uh, for, for um, the season, I'm going to bring this over here on, on the, the screen. Um, you will see a picture right at the top of the, of the, of the thing that shows the release notes, uh, 2.3.0. Um, and you'll notice a, uh, one of the pirates, one has the, the female, it looks like a female pirate. <clears throat> They've got the new, um, <clears throat> I don't remember what it, what, what's the new, uh, uh, I wrote it down here, but I can't find it. Oh, the wicked web clothing set. Uh, so it appears they have the new clothing set on. Uh, and what appears to be a female pirate, um, it looks like they're wearing the dress, uh, is wielding the, the ghost, uh, blunderbust, which we've known for a while. We've had the access to that for a while, pirate legends, etc. But the gentleman, the old man with the beard over there has a weapon that has been causing a lot of discussions on Twitter. And if you look at it, it has a scope. Um, so clearly in normal Sea of Thieves stance, um, that would be an eye of reach. And it has a barrel, so we assume it's an eye of reach. But if you look very carefully, and this is what a lot of people are pointing at on Twitter, there is a crossbow frame on it with a bolt, um, a small crossbow bolt, not big enough to be like a shark harpoon or something like that, but a crossbow bolt. And it looks like this gun um, could be a mix between a uh, eye of reach and potentially have a crossbow bolt. Now, Here's what I'm going to say. I don't think this weapon is going to be a crossbow. I don't believe that the game is going to introduce crossbows. Um, I don't think they should introduce crossbows. And here is why. 
they have enough issues right now with the current weapons from the sword, not working properly with the block interactions and the stuns, uh, to hit registration on the, the wet, the guns. They really need to clean up the combat, which they've been working on. Um, just, it's not fixed by any means. They need to clean the combat up. So it is not a main, uh, focus of the attention of the player base before they introduce a new weapon. Now I know what you'll say. You said they introduced the Disney sticks, um, the siren tridents. Um, yes, they did introduce those. Um, and I think they worked well for what they were doing. Um, I, I mean, they're kind of cool weapons, but in terms of PVP, I don't necessarily think they're that great. Um, I think they're more PVE weapons, uh, to kill your Megs with, even though they nerfed that to kill your Ashen Lords or your Skeletal Lords with, or the, or Grey Marrow at the Fort of the Damned. I think they're great for that. I, I don't think they're being used that much for PVP. I've seen some, some, uh, some jokes and some maybe... I guess, questionable spawn camping with them. Um, but in general, they're, they're not that much of a competitive weapon in PVP, but I'll tell you an eye of reach that also has a crossbow bolt would add a double shot, um, potentially there. Um, I don't know how that would work out. Um, but again, we're introducing another projectile on moving ships with moving players and it's just adding more potential for more complaints about hit registration. Uh, now, do I think they could build a weapon that looks, uh, uh, an eye of reach that looks unique, um, and looks like a crossbow, uh, but is actually an eye of reach? Absolutely. I could definitely see that happening. Um, I could definitely see that in a weapon set. Heck, we might even see it in the season weapon set. We'll look at that in a little bit. Um, but I don't see it as a crossbow weapon. I, I believe it would just be a skin, uh, to the traditional eye of reach. So that's, that's my stance on it is. Sea of Thieves needs to not introduce new weapon types until they get the hit registration under control and get combat to a fair and fun place uh, that people aren't raging about it all the time uh, before they start introducing some new and fun um, uh, weapons. Because you just introduce those, you're just going to add to more complaints, right? And there's more balancing that you have to do. So that is my stance on that. But if you would like to see the picture, if you haven't seen the picture um, of the weapon, uh, that everyone's talking about on Twitter. If you're not a social media person, you can go to seeofthieves.com slash release dash notes, uh, see the patch notes, see things like that. But the banner across the top, uh, the, the, uh, gentleman pirate on the, uh, he, I'm assuming is a gentleman, he might not be a gentleman at all, but the gentleman pirate on the left hand, if you're looking at the picture, um, has the crossbow looking weapon that has been up for discussion on the old Twitters. So let's dive in to season four. Now I'm going to break this into two sections. One is my initial thoughts and, and things we learned from the trailer itself. Then we're going to look at the season pass. Uh, and then we're going to look at the behind the scenes video, which I thought was an excellently put together video, gave us a little more information on a longer video on what season four is and what went behind, um, building the sunken kingdom, which is the new areas for season four. Um, and we'll look at that and what we kind of learned a little bit more, um, on, on that. So that's kind of where we're going to go today on the show. And, and again, once I actually get to log in and play the game, um, I'll be able to talk a little bit more about my thoughts on it and my initial thoughts on it, things that, that are going on and things like that. So let's talk about the trailer itself. <clears throat> so 
in the trailer, um, we talk right off the bat. It tells you we're going to have new voyages, new areas, um, and and things like that. So we've got uh, we we don't really learn too much about that in the uh, in the trailer. Aside from we do get to see the new areas, um, the new voyages. Um, we learn about a little bit later in the trailer. Uh, they are for the breath of the sea. Um, and these come from a new bottle. Um, obviously I am not a fan of bottle quests. Um, even though I still need to do the dumb fruit delivery and all that delivery stuff, but bottle quests usually just in general, from my experiences, clog up your quest wheel and they, and you, you have no way of clearing them. See if these please add a way to abandon things on your quest wheel. That would be great. Thanks. Um, but there's going to be a new bottle and the bottle is going to have barnacles all over it. And when you pick up the bottle, you're going to get a one pager and it's going to tell you of a shrine, uh, that you need to go to in order to get your reward. And your reward is going to be this thing called the breath of the sea, which can be turned into any of the trading companies. And it looked like in the trailer, I'm not sure again, uh, on release, what it's going to be like, um, today, since I haven't played it, but it looked like it's going to be somewhere in the ballpark of four to 5,000 gold by default, no emissary value by default, um, that you get for that particular item. And again, those come from bottle quests, <clears throat> uh, the new areas, uh, it looked like a, in the trailer, a mix. We did learn, um, uh, in the, in the behind the scenes, which we'll go into more detail. There are going to be two very different new areas. Um, and even those areas are going to be very different from each other, but there are going to be shrines and they're going to be treasuries. Um, they're going to be, um, uh, very different from each other. Um, the shrines will be for puzzles and lore and your treasuries are going to be for battling combat, uh, and rewards more like your traditional skeletal fort. Now, what is really interesting here is I was super excited when I saw the pictures of the loot because I need uh, like 30 more barnacle chests to complete my barnacle um, accommodation to get my barnacle weapons, which are beautiful and I absolutely love them. However, if you watch very closely, um, they do show them picking up the chests, the barnacle and coral covered chests in the sunken kingdom. And it's not a barnacle chest, even though it has barnacles on it. It also has coral on it. These are new items, skulls, um, chests, and even a item for the merchant Alliance that can go into your, uh, treasure chests. These are called coral chests or coral skulls or coral merchant Alliance thingy. Um, they are not barnacles. So I would assume since we are getting new accommodations here, I would assume that these are not going to count towards your barnacle accommodations, which for me was a little disappointing, but in the same regards, um, there are new weapon skins that you get from the accommodations that you're going to get for turning in the coral stuff. So it kind of makes sense. I, I hope, um, though I think I will be wrong and upset about this. I hope that you can also get barnacle chests in there because it makes sense chests sink and get barnacles on them. It would be nice to see um, some sort of consistent way of getting some barnacle chests. Um, because I 300 barnacle chests is a lot of chests. Um, and for new players or even veteran players like myself, it takes a long time to get those. Um, it really does. So um, I would like to see a, a barnacle chest, maybe two. 
um, every so often. They don't have to be common, you know, maybe get one each and every time, um, maybe two very rarely. Uh, but I would like to see that. But we do have a new chest type, a new loot type for each of the trading companies. And it is the coral chest or coral skulls or whatever. And there are also, instead of mermaid gems that you get in forts, there are siren gems, which again, um, they sell for right around the same uh, price, but they can go to all the different trading companies just like that. There is announced in the trailer a whole plethora of new accommodations, so I'm anxious to look at those. And in these accommodations, you'll be able to unlock a whole lot of stuff. You'll be able to unlock a new scar. You'll be able to unlock an entire ship set. I think it's actually the rest of the ship set that you started in the Pirate's Life uh, Tall Tales. Um, it's the pink and it's the corally pink and purple and blue um, ship set. I'm not a huge fan of it. I think the art was well designed. I just don't like the look of it. I think it looks very Play-Doh, um, very preschool. Um, that doesn't just, it doesn't yell at me pirate. It just yells at me like, Hey, I'm going to go watch PBS Barney for a while. Um, uh, but I know some people enjoy the bright colors and enjoy it. I really hate the cannons, but, um, I am very picky about my cannons, but you get the whole ship set for, um, a finish the ship set for those accommodations. There are weapons, which, huh, just like the pistol from the tall tales, these weapons look gaudy and awful. Again, the art design that they're going to that are they're going with the theme that they're going with with this bright colored coral the art is beautiful but for me i think they look bright and barney and pbs kids show and lame and just ugly i just like the uh lunar festival items that looked really blocky and lego and i didn't like them again for the style and the theme they're going for it works out and it's designed beautifully. I just don't like the look of them in my personal opinion. I, I think they they go away from pirate and more into the weird Barney Playland world that is just odd to me. <clears throat> and then there is also a new curse. Now, in the trailer, it doesn't tell you how to get the curse. And we'll go into that a little bit later. Once we go into the deep dive, it talks about how to get that curse. Um, but the curse is also a new curse, which looks fantastic. If you're asking me, it is a coral curse, um, with a very dark, uh, purple, um, in it. It looks absolutely fantastic. I, I do enjoy the look of the curse. Um, so I, I'm hoping to get my hands on that. <clears throat> um, there are also going to be, um, a new ship set added to the, I believe it's the plunder pass. Um, we're going to look at the plunder pass here in a moment. Um, but it is the, uh, Siren Wrath ship set, which has some pieces. I think the overall ship set again is designed very nicely. I think players will enjoy it. Uh, the art is beautiful. And I think there are bits and pieces that I may even use. I'm very stubborn about my ship. Um, but you should be able to get that. I've got the plunder pass here on, on, on my other screen. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping, um, that I can kind of dive through some of this. Um, and, and kind of, uh, see if we get the ship set real quick. Uh, I'm just looking, I can only see 10 levels of the plunder pass on here. That's depressing. Why, why can't I scroll? See if thieves your website. I can't scroll. Why, why can't I scroll? It's probably just launched today. So it's going to be evil to me. Oh, here we go. We can scroll here. Uh, so yes, the ship set is part of the free plunder pass, not the premium pass. 
Um, so that's the Siren Wrath ship set. You will also, as part of the free Plunder Pass, get the Wicked Web clothing, um, which there are bits and pieces that I think um, will go nice on my pirate. I think the overall aesthetic of the entire outfit was designed brilliantly as the art uh, artists of Sea of Thieves always do. I think a lot of people, I think this will be a very popular um, outfit for people to either use the entire thing or bits and pieces. Very bilge rat looking, um, tattered pieces, um, things with almost like, it, it's almost like a, a tattered piece of clothing that almost pieces of it look like it gets to a fishnet style. So I think there's going to be a lot of popularity in this particular clothing set that you're going to get in the free season pass. Now, as a premium pass uh, member, you will always obviously get your ancient coins, but you'll also start to receive bits of the Halloween and fall ship set. Um, and that ship set is called, um, it is the Jacko, Jacko Looter. Uh, so again, very Halloween uh, the pictures of it from the uh, the trailer look absolutely fantastic. Again, not a ship that I'm going to use, but very festive um, for, for fall and very festive for all you Halloween and jack-o'-lantern lovers out there. Uh, you'll be able to get the uh, bits, uh, some bits, not all bits, but some bits of the ship set. Um, if you, rele if you re reach the max level of the premium plunder pass, uh, you will receive the Jacko Looter uh, costume, uh, which is a really cool Jack-O-Lantern pirate-looking uh, costume. It almost looks like they took bits of the Nightshine parrot set, uh, recolored it, kind of um, added some straw, and put it on this uh, this this Jack-O-Lantern-looking guy um, with the the pumpkin head and everything. Um, so really cool there, really cool. Um, I, I think it's nice. I won't be using it, but I think there's a lot of people, a lot of Halloween lovers out there that'll definitely enjoy that. Uh, and you will also get, um, under the premium pass, um, some of the Jack O Looter, uh, weapon set. So there's an entire weapon set. Um, I think, um, of the, um, Jack O Looter, uh, weapons, I think the sword, um, looks very nice. Um, we'll, we'll, like I said, we'll go through the entire plunder pass, um, here in just a moment. And if you're watching on YouTube, I will have the pictures up on my screen. Uh, but I think the, the, the sword looks really nice. It's like a sickle that you would cut hay with. Um, but the sickle piece looks like it's almost made of bone. Um, so again, really, I think well-designed, um, uh, weapon set there. I think that's the only one that I really, really stands out to me and looks really fantastic. Um, but I, I think for, like I said, uh, lovers of, of Halloween and fall, I think you'll fall in love with this set and, and probably use bits and pieces of it. Um, so that's it for the premium pass. Again, we'll look at the, we'll look at it more in detail, um, uh, in a moment. And again, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can check out pirate talk radio, uh, podcast on YouTube. Uh, you'll see what's on my screen and I'll show you the pictures of everything as we go through the plunder pass. Um, I will say that I am pleased with this plunder pass. It is introducing a lot of new stuff that we haven't seen before um, and things. And actually, I just saw it. It's actually at level 50, the ballistic or the ballista eye of reach. There it is. So we'll look at that in a minute. There's that weapon that we were talking about with the crossbow bolt on there. Um it actually says in the description, this isn't really a deadly bolt firing ballista. It's actually a deadly rifle pew. 
Um, so we'll look at that in a minute. So there it is. Uh, I was wondering when I first started this, if this was going to be a, um, a, a, a skin or something. It is indeed. It's level 50 of the free plunder pass. You'll get that. And we'll see that in a minute. So there, the answer, the, I answered my question. I, I do do research, uh, apart from some of you may think, I do, uh, do, 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 I said that twice, uh, research before this, but some of the stuff I like to, to kind of talk about organically, and especially as I'm looking through this, I don't want to spoil anything, I, I want my reactions to be true uh, when I see these different pieces uh, with you. Um, the other thing that's going to be coming to the Emporium, um, obviously we've got the, some new emotes that are really nice, including the <clears throat> multifaceted uh, weapon emotes, which I think are an absolutely fantastic thing that they started doing. And I, I've enjoyed all of those out there. Now the ship set weapon set and costume that they gave us in this particular iteration of the pirate Emporium, I was actually very disappointed in. Again, this is art, uh, as far as artistically designed, it's beautiful. Uh, the colors are very nice. Um, I, I think that they did a good job on a theme here. I'm just not a fan of it. I, I just, I am not a fan of this. Um, just like the Arabian night stuff, um, that they did a while back, which is, we, we know is the Aladdin set. Um, there's been several sets that they've come out that just don't feel piratey to me. Um, and this is one of them that doesn't feel very piratey to me. Uh, this to me feels like more of a set that would be more of a land-based game, uh, venture, maybe a New World-style game if they darked it up uh, a little bit. But it is the Nile, uh, the Golden Nile set, uh, and it is all <clears throat> based around like Egypt. Uh, so if you're a big fan of Egypt, this is going to be right up your alley. Um, the outfit is very Egyptian-looking uh, with a crocodile-looking headpiece. Um, very Egyptian. Um, obviously I believe it was, if I'm remembering my Egyptian, uh, mythology, the God set, I believe, uh, leave me a comment in the YouTube or send me an email or tweet me if I'm wrong there, but I believe it was the God set, uh, that was, uh, the crocodile that was, uh, uh worshiped by the ancient Egyptians. Um, so very, very much, uh, Royal Pharaoh, Egyptian looking, uh, weapon costume and ship set. Um, so again, if you're into Egypt and you love the, um, uh, ancient Egyptian lore and everything like that, and the mythology, this is right up your alley. But for me, um, someone who really is into Viking mythology, someone who is more a little dark, uh, you know, uh, mystical, um, and, and very piratey, this, this set missed the boat for me. Um, but again, I'm never going to, to bash the artists on this, uh, because I think on theme, they did a very good job. They chose the color palette very well. It's, it's just not doing it for me. Make sure you obviously get your free emote. I think this emote, um, the free emote for this set on the Pirate Emporium is absolutely fantastic. Uh, it should be on everyone's wheel. It is the drama emote, which is absolutely amazing. Um, I think that can add for some really good role-playing out there. It looks great. Um, and the last thing that we have, this isn't part of the trailer, but it's something that was announced on Twitch or on Twitter. Uh, we do have Twitch drops coming in again. If you are not a patron and you are getting this episode on Saturday, not on Thursday, you have already missed the first two Twitch drops. It is the, or the first Twitch drop. 
depending on when you listen to it on Saturday you, or Sunday, you may have missed both Twitch drops or all of them all together, depending on when you listen to this. Uh, but you are able to get another set of the Obsidian things. Um, and something that doesn't come around very often. You're able to get the Obsidian cannons, which look cool, but they're fluted, so they're awful to aim. Uh, you get the Obsidian fishing pole. Both of those items are two of the few obsidian pieces that I am missing to complete my set. So I'm very excited uh, to, to check the Twitch uh, streams out and get those. And finally, one of my favorite figureheads that has ever been put in the game, the obsidian figurehead, which has a slight glow to it. It's very Viking, a shield with cross swords behind it. Very, very Viking should be axes, but you know, whatever we're playing pirates, we need cutlasses. Um, so I absolutely love it. That's the figurehead that I always put on my ship when I'm sailing around. Just a little bit of a glow on the skull and the shield, um, but absolutely fantastic. So make sure you watch any, that's right, any Sea of Thieves streamer uh, between the 24th and the 26th. You have to watch each day to get the drop that day. You can't just uh, watch, uh, you know, 20 minutes or an hour or whatever, or an hour and a half or two hours on one day and get them all. You have to watch 20 minutes to 30 minutes each day, but you can pick any Sea of Thieves streamer out there. I would suggest, even though I don't stream Sea of Thieves, find a small streamer. Find a streamer that doesn't have a lot of views, 10 or less. You know, pop in there and get your drops from them. Um, you know, the big streamers, we all love them. Um, we enjoy watching their content, but when, when the small streamers have the option to give you something in return for your time, go show them some love and support. Even the folks down there, especially the folks down there at like one, two viewers, trying to get that affiliate, that, that nice achievement for them, that personal achievement for them, help them out. Go check out some, some small streamers, scroll all the way down, check them out. You can go back to your big streamers after you watch the, the small streamers, but maybe you might find a diamond in the rough and find a new favorite streamer out there to watch. But again, 24 through 26, 20 to 30 minutes each. Uh, day and you'll get the cannons, the uh, cannons, the pole, and the figurehead. I'm not sure which day each of those are going, um, but there you go. All right, uh, so that's the trailer and the upcoming drops. Um, I will take a moment here for the ad section. Everyone loves a good ad section. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see our sponsors scrolling across the video um, throughout the entire video. Uh, but if you are listening, to the podcasting apps. I don't want to forget you in our ad segment. Obviously, you can support this broadcast on patreon.com slash TV. Monthly, uh, monthly support starts at $1 a month. You get this podcast early uh, from everyone else and the tiers go up from them. And each tier has its own unique rewards, including your own unique uh, uh name color thing rank in the discord. I'm not sure what they're called. Uh, permissions in the discord. I don't, I, I don't know what it's called, um, but you get that. There's uh, some tiers with merch and some tiers that get your name read out on uh, the stream and all that money directly supports me and the content that I uh, make, including this podcast. You can also go out um, down in the show notes below and you can check out death wish coffee. It's the coffee that I love and the only coffee that I drink you can check them out and get 15% off your first order. And that goes directly to support me. You can go over to humblebundle.com using the link in the show notes. 
um, purchase a, a monthly subscription and get a whole bunch of free games, uh, purchase their game singles, purchase some audio books, some, uh, um, some software, whatever you do on that, uh, um, um, page, uh, just use my link and you will get, um, you know, you won't get a discount, but everything on that site's already discounted, but every purchase you make, uh, can, I say can, uh, directly support this broadcast as well. The way I say can is at your checkout on Humble Bundle, you will actually have the option to say where the money that you're spending goes to. Do you want to send it to Humble Bundle? Would you like to send it to a charity? I always like to send mine to charity, or you can send it to me. I will always encourage you to send it to the charity before me, but uh, if you do send it to me, thank you. Thank you very much. I also want to give a shout out to a non-financial sponsor, but someone who sponsors um, the podcast and also um, puts my stream up on the main page of their website every single evening. And that's MMORPG.com. They have been a sponsor of my content, gosh, I think for three years now. I love them over there. A lot of great news articles and videos you can find on uh, MMORPGs, adventure RPGs, regular RPGs. Lots of great content to read, watch, and listen to over on MMORPG.com. So go check out and support our sponsors, which will directly support this broadcast. You can also check out my Twitch streams, twitch.tv slash Davram. Though I do not play Sea of Thieves on stream very often, um, if you do have Prime, you can sub there with Prime to support the content and you can also drop bits and things like that. What I will tell you though, is through the end of this year and probably next year, even I haven't made that decision yet, but at least through the end of this year, all Twitch revenue that I receive through subs and bits, when I get the payout from Twitch, it is going directly to extra life. The link to support extra life will also be in the show notes below. And that is a charity that I've supported for eight years now, um, raised many thousands of dollars myself, along with being a part of a guild or a team who has raised over $300,000 to help support children pay for their health care. So that is another option to support the broadcast as well. Again, I am financially stable. I can do this broadcast absolutely fine. You're listening to the broadcast, listening to me rant and ramble and having a good time and interacting with me. That to me is all the thanks I need in the world. Uh, but if you want to go that extra mile supporting the charity, that is a near and dear piece to my heart. And, and like I said, for the rest of this year, all my Twitch revenue will be going directly to that charity. Okay. Now with that fun stuff out of the way, let's get into the deep dive, the deep dive video, which I absolutely thought was amazing. They did kind of a deep dive on a pirate's life a little bit, um, which I enjoyed, but this one, I, I really, really enjoyed it going into, uh, talking about the sunken kingdom. Um, and we learned a lot about that and I totally forgot my agenda. We were going to do the plunder pass first. There you go. The plunder pass, if you're on YouTube, is now up on the screen. Let's do that first. I apologize. It's been a long week. I'm still tired from last weekend. I am a fat-ass man, and I walked 25 miles in four days. Give me a break. Just, just get, You don't have to give me a break. So here's our plunder pass. Here's our plunder pass. If you get the premium pass, you do get one of the, the, the variety of 
um, emotes uh, for the weapons. This is the vulnerable weapon pose. Uh, it's, it's supposed to make your uh, character look vulnerable or scared. Uh, I think they look absolutely fantastic. I'm not going to hit everything across the plunder pass. You guys can obviously log in and see it. Uh, I'll hit the highlights that I like. Um, this shirt, um, the Wicked Web shirt. Again, it's a pink and white looking shirt. Very bilge watery-esque. I think the art design on this is absolutely fantastic. It's got some tattered holes in it and things like that. Absolutely great. Um, uh, that is at level six of the free pass. Um, and you can see all the different, uh, oh man, the, this, oh, oh, this wicked web stuff looks great. I'm going to have to change my pirates. Look, this wicked web stuff looks absolutely amazing. I think the color combination that they chose to use here is great. The mixture of like almost the ferryman set mixed with the bilge water. Oh, it's, oh. The art design is fantastic on that, um, but you'll get that throughout the plunder pass. Um, there's some scars and some tattoos that you're going to receive along with, if you're premium, you get that uh, Halloween set that we talked about a little bit earlier, just trying to kind of bruise through here um, and see if there's anything really big that kind of jumps out of my, uh, my head. Uh, now I said I would stop and talk about this one. Um, the ballista... Uh, the Ballista Eye of Reach, that is that uh, that weapon that everyone's been talking about on Twitter, which is a mix of an Eye of Reach with a Ballista Bolt on it. A lot of people thought we were going to get crossbows, but in fact, it is just a skin, um, and I think it looks great. I'm anxious to get my hands on it and see what it looks like in-game, um, but you'll be able to get that. It's, it's pink, silver, and red. Um, looks really good. I hope the red uh, on the... Um, the glass that you look through the zoom, the scope, I hope it doesn't tint things. Cause I really don't deal well with the tinting that they do on the, the eye of reach. There's so many weapons like the, the Reaper eye of reach. I would love to use more. Um, the, uh, what is it? The, uh, the broken bottle eye of reach. I would like to use more, but I can't deal with the, the, um, the tinting that they put on there. So I'm hoping this doesn't have a tint, but I think it looks really good. And again, that uh, Ballista Eye of Reach is level 50 of the free plunder pass. Is there anything really else that there's some cool hairstyles that they're introducing? Um, I, I was very critical of the, the plunder pass early on in this, and uh, in, in, in when they added the seasons, I was very critical of it because they were reusing cosmetics. They weren't really giving you a very good value for your money. Um, but since season two, um, season two started to change that around. Season three was fantastic. And, and season four, I think yet again, we've got another fantastic season pass. Um, I would like to see a little less gold reward. Um, several of these tiers have, yeah, all the tiers have quite a bit of gold reward. Um, I would like to see maybe them taking one of those gold pieces out and adding one more cosmetic, even reusing an old cosmetic. Um, if you get one old cosmetic per tier, I think I feel okay with that on the free pass. Um, and I also think the premium pass should maybe have a couple more little ancient, not ancient coins, but uh, maybe some more doubloons or, or, or something else. Cause you only get two pieces per, um, per plunder pass piece. But overall, I think their value on the plunder pass has greatly increased since season one. And I think they should continue on the way that they should, uh, or the way that they have level 80. I'm actually quite excited about level 80. You get on the free pass, you get a firefly lantern, which is a very unique looking lantern. It actually looks like a pumpkin. 
Um, I, kind of a yeah, it, it it is a pumpkin. Yeah, it's definitely a pumpkin. It's got um a, a little bit of cloth over the top with some rope and a stick. A very unique looking lantern. I really really enjoy that. Again, that's level eighty on the plunder pass. I think it's fantastic. Um, you get a really nice looking banjo, the banjo of banishment. Um, at level ninety, which is a very nice looking uh, banjo. Uh, it kind of has like a uh, summoning circle triangle summon demons, uh, kind of, uh, logo on the, the, ah, man, that's really nice. Um, I, I that they did a really good job with that design. Again, I, I'm never going to pull myself away from all my obsidian stuff, but for a lot of players out there who are looking for some really unique new things for their pirate, this plunder pass is going to have a lot of that stuff for you. Woo. Oh, the wicked web peg leg. Now my pirate doesn't use peg legs, but this peg leg looks really nice. It looks like a ivory, uh, a piece of ivory that's been carved. Um, I think it's supposed to be like spider web, um, but it looks like a, a piece of ivory trunk or a tree trunk that's been carved and changed into a, a peg leg with a nice little carved silver piece at the bottom. That is very unique. Uh, and I think the artwork there is very well done. I think I'm going to see a lot of pirates uh, with that. Whoo, that looks nice. I like that. That's that's level 96 of the free pass. And then a level 100, you get the scar of the Siren's Witch. So I'm anxious to see what that scar looks like. I'm always looking for new scars with my uh, with my pirate. If you are a pirate legend at level 100, you get Wanda's Spyglass. So again, we know Wanda is a part of the Dark Brethren now. Um, she's the Warsmith. She's the one that gave us the Cursed Cannonball. She was once in love with Flameheart. All that fun stuff. She was once the mysterious, not the mysterious stranger, the masked uh, stranger at Reapers. Uh, aside from uh, Pirate's Tale, we kind of really haven't seen her a whole lot um, for a bit. So I'm anxious to see where she's going. Uh, really kind of cool um, spyglass. It is kind of like a white ivory that fades to a silver with uh, with red bands on it. It has kind of the Sea of Thieves uh, runes, the Reaper runes etched into it. It does have a red glass on it, which makes me concerned that there's going to be tinting on that. And I'm hoping that's not the case, but, uh, overall I'm, I'm liking the look of, uh, this plunder pass. So, uh, make sure you check it out. Even if you just go the free option, I will get the premium option again as my way of supporting the game development as I always do. Um, and I always like to get the extra little things. So definitely a lot of good stuff out of this plunder pass. Uh, well done rare on the design. Uh, though, again, a lot of the stuff isn't going to match my pirate and stuff that I'm not going to use. A lot of that stuff, I have a feeling I'm going to see out in the Sea of Thieves because a lot of it is very complimentary. It's going to be able to play into people's characters, stories, and things like that, and the role-playing that they do. Uh, so well done, Rare. Well done. I'm so glad that you took on the advice of the players. You took on the feedback. I know I bitched and complained and moaned a long time about the value and the, the reusing of old cosmetics in the season pass. You have stepped up your game in the past two seasons, giving us a lot of unique, fun, new stuff that's on theme and really works well, um, where you don't have to wear the whole set. You can use bits and pieces. Well done. Applause, applause, applause. Give them a little clappa clappa. If you're one of my Twitch subs, you got the clappa clappa emote. This is when we clappa clappa in the, uh, in the chat. Give them a good clap of clap because Rare has done a great job on the plunder passes the past two seasons, uh, and I'm anxious to unlock this entire plunder pass. Now we'll get to the deep dive. Now we'll get to the deep dive.
And there's a reason I saved the patch notes to next week, because I, I, I was doing my research on this over the past couple of days, and I saw how long, how long my notes were getting, my show notes were getting, and I sat there and I'm like, oof, we're not going to have time to really dive into too much, aside from my initial thoughts on these videos. So um, we'll, we'll definitely be talking more about season four uh, next week as well, once I get my hands on it and get to play on it a little bit and give you my feedback, and we'll go through the patch notes as well. All right, so the deep dive video on the Sunken Kingdom gave us a lot more details, again, prior to uh, the season coming out to, to show us what went behind the scenes of making it, what their decisions were to make these things, and I'm honestly quite excited about this. For a long time, we've speculated about what a new area to the Sea of Thieves is. Obviously, with A Pirate's Life, we got the portals and we got to explore the Sea of the Damned, and that was all fun and good, but there wasn't much expansion to the seas. Yes, the edges of the map kind of went back to, to leave its way, but we didn't really get too much new stuff. We got the Coral Fortress all the way to the top, and then we got the Sunken Kingdom, the start of the Sunken Kingdom, but only during the Tall Tale. Now, you can go to the Coral Fortress um, at the top at any point. Uh, again, you're not going to get very far into it just because of the tall tale, um, but it was something that was added. Excuse me. So let's look at some of these things that we got. So um, I mentioned earlier that we got two um, distinct new areas. We got shrines and we got treasuries. Let's look at the treasuries first. Um, and these are all going to be uh, marked on your map, so you will be able to see the locations of these. And you will know if these things are active because there will be a purple mystical swirl on the water with a purple mystical like tornado, a small like faint mystical purple tornado coming up from the water um, above the shrine or the treasury. Now, they're very distinct. The shrines are more based around lore seekers and puzzle, uh, uh, puzzle hunters. And the treasuries are more for your combat, your PVE folks. Um, so your treasuries are going to be like underwater forts. Think of it that way. Think of it as a skeletal fort under the water. Um, so there are going to be waves of coral skeletons, of sirens, of um, coral or ocean crawlers that you're going to have to defeat. And if you defeat all the waves, a vault opens and you will have a plethora of treasure inside of the new coral treasure uh, stuff for your accommodations. Um, now we're going to get to uh, it after I talk about the shrines, but how do you get that loot to the surface? We'll talk about that in a minute because Rare did come up with a very unique way of getting the loot to the surface while also protecting it. Um, because as we'll find out, your ship has to be left unattended above the waves for you to complete these places, which means it is vulnerable to sinking. So I would strongly suggest if you are going to be doing these new um, uh, treasuries or shrines to make sure that you're not loot hoarding and then diving down, leaving your ship unattended. There are going to be ways, as always, to get back to your ship quickly, but you don't want to leave your ship unattended for it to be attacked um, because PvP is out there. And they called out very specifically in the video that the reason they built this this way is because they are wanting some interesting player interactions. I know a lot of people are still complaining about PvP and how they want PvE-only servers 
look, folks, you're, you're, you're just going to literally talk yourself to death on that because Rare is not going to be doing that. Part of the emergent encounters and part of the interactions that Rare wants to see in this game is PvP. Players are another emergent threat in the game. So your ship will be vulnerable while you're down under the water. So make sure you're not loot hoarding or you're probably going to lose a lot of that stuff um, while you're under the water. So again, the treasuries are more like forts. You beat waves of enemies. The vault opens. You get the loot. The shrines are very, what appear to be very large and expansive puzzle rooms, a lot like the Sunken Kingdom we saw in the Pirate's Life Tall Tales, where there's going to be maybe some creatures you have to kill. There's going to be siren uh, statue puzzles you have to solve. There's going to be puzzles where you have to deal with pulleys and capstans um, in order to, um, you know, make your way around the uh, sunken kingdom. And if you do that, you will eventually get to a treasure vault and different pieces of treasure throughout your way. Um, but the big thing about the, um, shrines is the shrines are where the bottle voyages will take you for that very nice cheddar cheese bank of the breath of the sea. So again, the breath of the sea will be part of that, where you can get a voyage from a bottle, a coral bottle, and have to go to these shrines, solve the puzzles, get your loot, and eventually get your breath of the sea, which again sells for a good amount of money. Um, you know, it's when when you're talking four to five k on one item without emissary value, you're talking the same type of you know money as like <coughs> what just slightly under Athena's chest. That's pretty good. That's pretty good money. And again, it all goes back to my episode where I talked about the money of items needs to be redefined based on its rarity, but that's, that's beside the point. <clears throat> so these are for exploring and puzzles, but also this is where the lore hounds, if you are a fan of Sea of Thieves lore and you would like to learn more about the backstory of the game and the, the different uh, NPCs and stuff that you've ran into in the game, this is the place you need to go. Obviously, there's a lot of accommodations built around this. Um, the accommodations, like we talked about around the trailer, there's a scar, a ship set, uh, weapons, and then obviously we'll talk about the coral curse here in a minute. But if you are a fan of lore and storytelling, this is where you want to go. So the shrines you're going to be able, <coughs> excuse me, um, to learn about the sirens. So who are the sirens? How did they become sirens? Um, maybe even who they were before they became sirens. Um, the other piece that you'll be able to learn about is the siren queen and king. You'll be able to learn about their backstory. Who were they before they became the siren king and queen? Uh, we're going to be able to read books about the ancients. So again, the ancients, uh, we've heard about them. We've seen their paintings on different walls, but we don't know a whole lot about them. Um, they were here before pirates came to the Sea of Thieves. Well, now in the Sunken Kingdom, um, we're going to be able to learn about the ancients. <coughs> Maybe who they are, where they came from, why did they go away? Um, <coughs> we'll be able to learn about that. I apologize. I, I still have a cough that hasn't went away for two weeks. <clears throat> It's awful. <clears throat> um, so we'll be able to learn about the ancients, which I know a lot of people are waiting for. Here's the one that I've been waiting for. 
So in Pirate's Life, we got to experience um, where the silver blade is. It's all mangled, it's coral covered, it's broken down, but we don't really know how it got there too much. We got some background of it with some of the books, but not a whole lot. <clears throat> There's still a lot of mystery around the silver blade. There's going to be silver blade lore in these shrines. So if you're interested in Flameheart Jr., if you're interested in learning more about the silver blade, um, this is where you want to go. There are going to be 30, count them 30, new lore books that are going to be spread out across the new areas in the Sunken Kingdom. So lots and lots and lots of lore for you to collect and accommodations to complete. Now, what happens once you get the accommodations, the lore accommodations? Um, I'm not sure what all accommodations this is going to be locked behind, but once you complete so many accommodations, maybe it's all of them, you will unlock a legendary voyage. Um, this was in the behind the scenes uh, uh, video. You will get a legendary voyage, and the reward from that legendary voyage, uh, so they say on the, the video, is this new curse, the Coral Curse, which I think looks absolutely fantastic. If you're a fan of purple, you're going to love it. It's a great looking curse. Um, so again, they said that you get a legendary voyage that, that's locked behind the accommodations, specifically the lore accommodations, and you'll get the uh, Coral Curse for completing uh, that accommodation. And I believe if I saw on the patch notes, um, there is something bugged about that legendary voyage right now. Uh, so just be careful. Um, if you're doing it, uh, if you get to that point and you're able to do it, there are some bugs that have been reported. I'm assuming from insiders, uh, because again, it just launched today. So how could they know about the bug already? Um, but I assume it's a, a bug held over from insiders that there are some bugs, uh, with the legendary voyage. So just be aware until you, uh, know, confirm that it's fixed. I would just be careful of that legendary voyage. Now I hinted at it a few moments ago. <clears throat> All of this takes place underwater. Now, as a PvP fan, and as a pirate who likes to steal, who likes to sink uh, other ships, uh, and who likes to assert their dominance on the Sea of Thieves, this new area excites me. Because that means there are going to be unattended ships that I can steal their supplies from while they're underwater. I can sink them. I can take their loot. <clears throat> this is exciting to me. It's very piratey. Though I like a good fight. Any pirate would know. If there's a prize that you can take without risking your life or the lives of your crew, you always take that prize. So there are going to be prizes. And if you're not familiar with pirate lingo, a prize is a boat that you capture, sink, steal from, whatever. That is a prize. Um, that's what the term was used back then. Is It's the prize that you're getting. Um, you will be able to <clears throat> find these prizes all over the Sea of Thieves because people are going to be leaving their boat unattended. And though I warned you, I promise you, people will leave loot on their boat. But either way, you can steal their supplies. Be a supply rat. I love supply rating. But there's accommodations to get. So obviously, I'm going to be smart about it and not have a lot of stuff on my boat when I swim down. So your loot that you get down below. How do you get that back to your ship if your ship is up there unattended and potentially sunk? 
Well, let me tell you. <clears throat> there is a mermaid statue that they have introduced into this update, which will only be found in the Sunken Kingdom. <laughs> It'll be around your loot that you can get in the Sunken Kingdom. Instead of swimming up each piece of loot individually, one by one, which would take you forever and leave you very vulnerable, you can pick up the loot from the ocean floor, from the shrine, from the treasury, and hand it to this mermaid statue. The, the mermaid statue, the Santa Claus statue, as I'm going to call it, will put all of your loot into its Christmas Santa Claus sack, i.e. a giant clamshell. <coughs> And when you return to the surface, a mermaid will be there and you can speak to the mermaid and the mermaid will pull out its giant Santa Claus clamshell and give you all your prizes. <laughs> so I'm going to give you a piece of advice from a PVP player to all of you listening. If you're going to be doing these, don't have loot on your ship when you dive down. If you're going to be doing these, Make sure you're using that clamshell. And if you're going to be doing these, make sure you go back to your ship before you redeem your Santa Claus sack and get all your loot floating in the ocean. Okay? Because I can tell you, as a cutthroat pirate, <clears throat> if I see a boat above a shrine or a treasury, I'm going to sink it. And then I'm going to put myself behind a rock or behind the island where I can't be seen. And I'm going to wait <coughs> until that unexpecting pirate comes back to the surface and redeems their clamshell and all the loot's sitting there <coughs> and they have no idea what to do with it. So they're going to go back to their boat and try to sail it real quick back to get their loot. And I'm going to get there first and take it out of the water from them. The other option, if you're a PvP player, go steal all their supplies then hide your boat and wait until you see them return, get their clamshell, and then attack them and take their loot. I, I, I'm sorry if people out there are hating on the PvP, but hey, it's a PvP game, and we're pirates. <coughs> pirates are going to hide and wait and steal. If you don't want this to happen to you, those mermaids with your clamshell are going to be above that shrine until you log off the server or until you exchange and get your clamshell rewards. So my suggestion, if you dive down and load up your Christmas clamshell, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> I apologize. I'm hoping this cough will be gone before we have this episode next week. Then get back to your, the surface, go get your boat, Bring it back to the shrine you just did. You cannot go to a different shrine and redeem your clamshell at a different shrine. Get your boat. Go back to the, the, the shrine surface. It's marked on the map that you, that you, you know, did your thing with. The mermaid will still be there. And with your boat now and you above the water, redeem your Christmas Santa Claus clamshell mermaid thing. All your loot will float there and you can load it up on your boat and you'll be there in case you need to defend yourself. 
So I'm sure there's going to be a lot of rage on Reddit. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of rage on Twitter. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of rage on streams about PVP and this is stupid and I have to leave my ship and I come back and it's sunk and blah, 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 blah. There are so many ways that you can avoid losing your loot with these new mermaid statues and clamshells. You just have to think about it and be smart about it. Okay? Pirates are going to attack you. Pirates are going to try to take your loot. If you don't want them to take your loot, one, leave your boat with nothing for them to take on it. That way, even if they sink you, it doesn't matter. And two, when you get back to the surface, don't be an idiot and leave your loot just floating there and no boat. Go get your boat, come back to the shrine, get your clamshell, and get your loot while you're up there to defend your ship. That is your public service, your... Not public service. Your pirate service announcement on how to not lose your loot. If you complain on Twitter, Reddit, or whatever about PvP and diving underwater and abandoning your ship and this isn't fair, toxic PvPers are sinking me, blah, 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 blah. You're not using what's between your ears. Think about what you do before you do it and understand there are potentially five other crews on that server who wants your stuff. Be smart. Be smart. Anyways, we went a little over an hour. I'm sure you're okay with that. But I appreciate your time today. Thank you for listening. Take care of yourselves and each other. And I'll see you next week. And we'll dive deeper into season four. And how you and I both thought about it. Please hit me up on Twitter. Join the Discord and let me know there drop a comment in the youtube comments or email the show pirate talk radio podcast at gmail.com and let me know how the start of your season four is going what are the highlights and what are you uh what are some things that you think could have been done better with season four i am excited about season four i'm excited to dive into season four i'm excited to play um so let me know and we'll go over both your comments and my feedback next week on Pirate Talk Radio.